Malayas Archaim, filled with the light of life. Today is uh, February 16th, Rabbi Weinberger, continuing with letters. Rabbi Avinir explains, helps us with each of these, with each of these um, terms. What does Rav Kook mean when he says that the Nisham is filled with oasis, with letters of the Alabes? We spoke about that last week. But Malayo's day of Herodson, these letters of the Nisham are filled with Ruach, Chavota, Metzius, Malaya. So we need, we're working a little bit on the notes. This ultimately is leading, Rav Kook is leading us to an, a deeper, deeper understanding of, of, of Echisol, and the oasis of Eretz Yisrael, and what Eretz Yisrael is inside of us. What is Eretz Yisrael? And what's our relationship to Eretz Yisrael? It just takes a little while till we get to that, another week or two, but that's where this is leading. So we're, we're doing some of the notes. Look at, on page 99, footnote 142. Again, whoever doesn't have, sorry. I'm sure there's a way to do this. I know when you see where the guys have... There's a way to do it, like with a computer, and like just do it on a button, and everybody could get on there. Everybody has a uh, is on a list, right? There are, ways, there are ways to do that. It doesn't have to be with machines all the time and papers. Up. Uh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I know there is such a thing because I see the, the I see the rebbeim just are doing it on their own thing, and then everybody gets it somehow in their in their home or something. So I know there's a way to do that. I just I don't know how to. Put everybody on a list. Of, what? Put everybody on a list. I mean, there could be a there could be a list. It would be a very good thing if there would be a list of chaver. Even if you only come on so there's a list of chaver, and it could go on the email, right? The the marmakarms could go on the email, and each person could press it on their own computer. And to, right, that's not that's something which is not a hard thing now. Okay, so we're uh, get a volunteer technician to take care of that. Not Yaakov. <laughs> <laughs> Yaakov. Somebody that could help with that. Uh, if I could give them our Makimis, and then it could just be, you could even take, take a picture or scan it or something like that, uh, and then to send it to each person who's on the list, and, ding, 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 and you could take care of your own papers. <laughs> it's, like, it's crazy with all the papers. Okay. You can't, you can't. You're up to that? You can't read it on Shabbos, though. Well, you focused that before Shabbos. You read it on Shabbos. <laughs> Okay. 142. On page 99. What's the meaning of the Neshama being Leos or These Isis are filled with the light of life. Filled with the light of life. So 142. We're not going to do all the notes. Some. We're learning about that this morning in Kesar Shem Tov, the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, so there should be a lechta gevelt. There should be a world that's filled with light. This is the Ohagonus, the hidden light of creation. That Hashem Baruch saw that the evil, the, the wicked, something which they're not worthy of this light. And the, for this light was put aside for the tzaddikim, lost lavoi. Now, even though Rav Avinay writes leis ato, which of course the simple pshat is that now, right now in our lives, in the world, we no longer have that aura of creation, that original light of creation. We have the ma'iris, the luminaries in the sky, the sun, the moon, and so on. We don't have any more. We just have regular light. We don't have the argonas. But it doesn't mean that Chas Roshalman, as the Baal Shem Tov and other Tzadikim taught, that Hashem hid this light. It doesn't mean that we have, that we're incapable of coming into contact with it. It means it's very difficult. It means it's not readily, and it's not readily observable that light of creation. But the Baal Shem said that there are Gonas, of course, is entire, and specifically, more so in Pnimi Sadar, where a person learns Torah in a deep way. You can come into into contact with the Argonas. But the Rishayim don't see that. 
The iris that we have in our that we could see with our eyes, these lights of the sun, the moon, the stars, and so on, these are small lights. According to the Mukubalim, the Ahagonas is not suddenly revealed at the end of time. It's a process. Again, through the Tzaddikim Isaac and revealing that Ahagonas over time, there's more and more light that is added. The Neshama Vaju contains within it this hidden light of creation, which is very hard to get to. But the Iris, the Iris over time grow. And become greater. And Irish Rabbim, and there are many, many more. Misvasim Lalameinu. Irish Achachma, and we see this manifested over time. How over the years there are more Irish Achachma than in the world. It's true that the Ur of Nevoah is very, very hidden. But we see that the Iris of Chachma and Sadek and Yosha. Look, even in even this recent time, just to just to give an example, that there suddenly suddenly there came to be this chush, this hargosh, which of course, like everything that happens, once it gets into the world, it gets completely, completely like railroaded and gets crazy. But the the etzem hadaver is a gvaldige inyan of kedusha that we see just over this past few months that there's this inyan that that women are being mistreated. That's the Maisa. Women are being mistreated, right? They're taking, being taken advantage of by men. Now, this is not anything that's new. <laughs> men taking advantage of women. Occasionally, there's a guy that doesn't. But it's. <laughs> but this has been going on for a long time, men taking advantage of women and doing disgusting things, at work and so on and so forth. That's why all these guys, like, they don't know what to do now, because, like, if they were in the 70s and certain things were, or 80s or 90s or 2000 and something was acceptable, and and now, like, they're coming after them in handcuffs, and the guy's saying, hey, well, you know, that's what we did back then. Everybody did that. We all said those things. And they're being taken away in a paddy wagon. It's a gewaldigin. There's a tesefis or of tzedek and of yosher. It's a poshita thing that's yashras, that a man should not be able to talk with a foul mouth to a woman. That a person shouldn't be able to say such things, to take advantage of people. So where was that for the last couple of thousand years? It was a double poshet when I was growing up. The people in offices did all kinds of disgusting things. And when all of us, not just when I was growing up, even if you're 25 years old, five years ago, 10 years ago, that, and nobody said anything. The women were afraid, or there were women that were nervous about their, about their careers, etc., etc. Of course, this has gone crazy in all kinds of different ways, but the etzim hadav is a thing of kedusha, of tremendous kedusha, tremendous holiness. That there's a tesefes or of that covet of, of, of a human being. Or, or how minorities are being treated. And, and you know I'm not a left-wing liberal guy, but <coughs> it was a terrible pagam in creation that people are, are being mistreated because of the color of their skin. It's an avla, a horrible avla. The way here in America, the way black people are being treated. In America, how blacks were being treated and other minorities in other places, how they're being treated. And and the R of Yashus and of Tzedek has increased incredibly over the past few years. <coughs> Again, this also is taken to strange places. But the, the, the Etzim HaDavra is an unbelievable jump in the Indian of Or Hashem in the world of Or Hashem of the world, that a human being is treated in a dignified way. What's the Nafki Minu, whether you're this color or you're that color? What does it have to do with who you are? And, and, that, and that this is something which, which now we take for granted, because we grew up already in America this way. And Bechlal is not something to be taken for granted. This is a Chiddush. This is a very, very recent thing. When I came into the world at that time, black people were still going in the back of the bus. And people were being and people were being looked at as being subhuman beings and had separate bathrooms. I mean, and America was the most progressive. Even then, America was the most progressive place. So, 
there's a tesefis or the or is is released in increments over time. And this happens through our Avayda, through the Tzaddikim, Ha'isik, and Panimi Satayra, and the Lamed Vav Tzaddikim Befrat, who are doing all kinds of mysterious things in the world to bring about the Siskalus of the Oragonas, of the Oisius of the Neshama of the world, of the Or of Hashem in the world, and the Oisius of the Neshama, that light that's within a person himself to recognize the dignity of another human being. And this is happening in... in but again, once it comes into the darkness of high alma of this world, it can become distorted and misused, like everything else. It gets distorted. The picture gets crooked because of how people use this. But the or itself is, a, is, an, is from the Aragonas of creation. That there's an, a healthy, natural yashus. And to mistreat people, to treat them in an undignified way, because of the color of their skin, or because this is a man, this is a woman, and so on. It's an, it's an avla, it's a, it's a crookedness in creation that over time is being straightened out. And it's like that in many, many things. People nowadays, you have, you have, 20 years ago, not even... 10, 20, 30 years all years ago, who went to go to speak to a therapist about the truth of what's inside of them? People went to therapists because they were uttak and they jumped out of the window, right? Or I'm saying amongst, let's say amongst, amongst us, people that, that were walking around carrying secrets. And they were exploding and dying from these secrets. And the, the, there's a, over time, there's a hechetimsa of honesty of people beginning to talk about their inyanim. Well, you have these, the 12 steps. I'm not giving my heksha to any of these things per se. You, you understand what I'm saying? Because again, everything becomes funny. But the mitzvahs of people sitting around the table, and not just one with the therapist, but you could have you could have 50 people sitting around in a room, and, and each one is, is sharing the pain and different inyanim they went through and talking about the truth of their lives, it's a chiddush, it's an unbelievable chiddush, not to be taken for granted, it's a tremendous chiddush. Because the world is in terrible pain because people are carrying secrets. And and, they, and it's hard for them to live with those secrets. Some people can live with them and they can function normally, 100% normal. But uh, to make it to the end without, like, you know, being locked up anyway. And, <clears throat> but... Many, many, many people in the world can't bear the, the, this this lack of 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 emes. There's a very big machlokes uh, uh, among the therapists because this happened. I mean, I'm seeing these things with people all the time. Whether there should be full disclosure or there shouldn't be full disclosure. Let's you have that the husband Laalenu is Isaac. This is the way it usually goes. The husband is up to all kinds of mischief. He's doing all kinds of things uh, behind the wife's back. Just could be just looking at things, could be even doing things. And the wife caught him. He was caught at something. So now the shaila is: should there be full disclosure? Right? You've heard this. There's a big machlek. Is that possible with this? Should there be full disclosure? In other words, many therapists are telling the guy that in order for you to have a refuel from your from your sickness especially for somebody that's seriously addicted, in order for you to have a refuel from your addiction, from your sickness, you have to come clean. What does it mean to come clean? Full disclosure. In other words, you have to put on the table every single time to talk, I was here, I went there, I spoke to this, I did this, I said that, I said this. And, the, and only through that full disclosure can you have a issue. There are others that say, I spoke to a very big psychologist in Yushalayim, uh, somebody I know for many, many years, and he told me, no, that's not, because amongst our chavra, many of the women will just never be able to, de- they can't deal with that. And, and they, can't, they can't hear that. If they can hear the whole story of what the guys have been up to, they won't be able to, we can't bring them back, they're just going to run away. So this happened recently, this, um, there was a situation like this, and the therapists and, and, and other, full disclosure, and they say, not disclosure. 
Could you imagine such a conversation? So I, I'm not posking to say one way or the other. Every situation is different. I, I don't know. But the whole musag that I should actually, you should actually tell your wife the truth. Have you answered You should tell your wife the truth. That's what they're saying. They're saying it's also because that's better for the guy. Not because you're such an honest guy, you understand. Because otherwise you're not going to have a Yeshua. Because the guy's walking around hiding these horrible lies and this, all of the cheating and the unfaithfulness. So in order for him to have a Yeshua, there's a school in psychology that says that he has to, there has to be vidui to the tzaddik, like Rabbi Nachman. <laughs> Except the tzaddik is not Rabbi Nachman, the tzaddik is whatever. A guy, you know, on uh, Fifth Avenue or something. So <clears throat> there has to be vidui. There needs to be a vidui. So sometimes you could, you could do that by sitting around with some other chavra, in other words, other men that are cheating on their wives, and together the, the, the guys can have a Yeshua by being misvada, and someone that helps them, and so on and so forth. And there are others that say, no, that doesn't, that, 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 you have to be very, very careful, because there are many of the women that they break, they can't handle the, that truth of who, who they're married to, they can't handle it. And you could hear that too, right? You could hear both sides. You hear both sides. What's the truth? What does it mean to the truth? What does it mean the truth? Does it mean that, that if you, you, you're someplace and you, you think this person's a horrible person, you should go over and say, by the way, I just want to be honest with you, I think you're terrible? What does it mean to be honest? What does it mean honesty? In a marriage, what does that mean honesty? But uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because these are musagim, the, these are, this is a, an Indian that was bechlal never ever discussed until recently. There's no havamina of being honest. Whether that's right or wrong, I'm not, I'm not saying. But there's no havamina of being honest. And why is it that now people are tzibrochen by not being honest? That, that people can walk around doing all kinds of things, not telling each other. It's not only the men, but this is just that's the usual tziur. But it could be the other way too. But, and people are able to walk around being dishonest, and everything, everything is fine. And they went on to what? This is all of a sudden men became unfaithful now? And it touched an It's also an altamizer. But people were able to just be like, you know, like they were to be happy troopers and go through life and come home to their wives and everything is, you know, and they have shalom bayis, and everybody's besimcha. And now people at Sebrach. It means that there's an orha emes. I mean, this is my way of trying to see it in a, in, a, in a positive way, which I believe with all my heart. There's an orha emes that is not allowing people the way that it, the way that it was when it was darker to remain in that sheker and to remain in sheker. Which again leads to all kinds of crazy things. This openness, this this disclose this disclosure. Everything should be spoken out. Everything should be out there. That's also that's crazy. That's crazy the way where it goes. But the but the underlying shurish of that is gavaliga kedusha. That the two people should be honest with each other, and that a husband and wife should be able to have a, a relationship where there's nothing that's. That's kept uh, nothing. I don't mean uh, you know, nothing chalila that that is that is not nice. It doesn't mean, <coughs> but but there's such an Indian like that of disclosure, a concept of emes. There's a tesefes or as we get closer to Mashiach, but then the emes will be mezgala la'ineinu mamish. That people want more honesty than they did in the past. They want to be more upfront than they were in the past. Not everybody, but there's such an aura in the world. It's a big chiddush. It's a very big chiddush. It's not something that's, that was in the past. Nobody spoke about anything years ago. Everybody just went about their business, and no one said anything. And they were okay. It's not okay anymore. It's all part of what's going on. Shal emes, shal gvur, v'shal bina. Shal gvur... Rav Kook, we learned in Hadar, and, and, and you can't go a few pages in Rav Kook's writings without him speaking about the Gevurah of this generation, where the Jewish people are not taking it anymore the way that we used to. Hey, we, have a, we have a place of our own, we have our own army, we have our own cover, we're not going to get kicked around anymore. You send a little drone into, into Israel, and you're going to you're gonna have to pay for that. It's not, it's not like it used to be. There's a rule of Gevurah that wasn't in the world. There's a real gevura that wasn't in the world. That's, that comes from the oasis of, of the neshama, but the neshama it's, in its natural state is filled with the gevura. It's filled with courage, with courage 
with confidence, not to be afraid. Just because the hidden light was taken away by Bereshis doesn't mean that Hashem has left us and doesn't mean that we don't have any of this light. The full revelation of that light will only be with Mashiach. But over the years, it, it, it's increasing. There was, there was a certain period of time, I'm not going through the calendar right now, Pinchas Kurtz and other tzaddikim talk about how that was until the Churban Bayeshani, what happened there, it was in the different kufas of the 6,000 years of creation, how things took a turn towards the light at the end of the tunnel. We're now Mamish by the end of the tunnel. So there are all kinds of iris, all kinds of lights that are shining now that were not shining since the time of the first base of English, which are iris of Nevoah, of prophecy. Unbelievable iris that are shining now. Unbelievable iris. So we're looking this morning from the Baal Shem Tov. That there's a Ruach Elokim. It's true the world is Tov, Avo, and Choshech. But at every stage through life and through history, there's a Ruach Elokim which is Merachev Asot Neemai. There's the Ruach of Hashem that's Merachev Asot Neemai. But the but instead of that or being revealed openly in creation in the world, it has shifted to the soul of a Jew. Not only to the soul of a Jew, but primarily and in the deepest way to the soul of a Jew, but to mankind. That's where the light of creation is to be found. In the Torah, in, in in the Torah and in the soul. The Torah and the soul is one. That's where the light is to be found. The Aragonas. It's hidden. It's hidden and tucked away inside of us. It's not anymore on the streets. It's not anymore. We're not living again, Aden. But, but it's tucked away inside of us. And through Limah Torah, in particular, through learning Torah very, very, very intensely and very honestly, and especially going into Primius Torah, one is able to find those letters, the Isis of the Nisham, which are Isis of Gvura and Bina, all the good stuff that Earth Cook is talking about, are found within, within the soul, when Torah meets those letters, it unleashes those letters. Torah, Tehillim is unbelievably powerful with that. So Rabbi Nachman speaks about with the Isis and Tehillim and the Sochel Inin of, of, of leaving Mitzrayim. Without going into it right now, but Tehillim is very, very, very powerful to open up the place of a person and to get to those Isis to saying Tehillim, even if you don't know what you're talking about, by saying Tehillim. The Mamish Mamish can get to the can get to the oasis of the Nishama. They sang Tilum. Limanatara, Tilum, Tfila, Isis, letters, letters. By using the letters. Now this Hashem gave us letters to get to the letters. He gave us the letters of Torah and Tfila to get to the oasis of the uh, uh, of the Nishama. Back on top. Ruach Habata. Ruach Habata. A Ruach of Habata. What's Habata mean? Being able to, to see, to gaze, to look upon. Lahabit. Ruach Habata. Hain, page 100. Hain Mashpiyas explains. Hain Mashpiyas Altsura Sahestaklus Shalhaneshama. Bal Hashkafas Ha'ilam Shalah that these letters that are within us have a tremendous hashpah on the way that we look. The way that we look at ourselves and the way that we look at the world. And because we have oasis in our neshama, we have these letters, we're able to look at creation in a different way. The way that we learned this morning from the Boshan College that we saw in the note was brought from the Tzemach Tzedek, that the true way to look at creation, at the world, is that everything is elokus, and that's why the Balatani, before he was nifta, saw the letters. He didn't see the, he didn't see the ceiling anymore. You remember, he saw the oasis, the letters that spell the word kaira beams of the ceiling. He didn't see anymore the physical, the physical encasement, the physical lavush, the garment. He saw before he died. The Balatani, all he saw were letters everywhere, oasis, and if the Tanya saw that, it means that. That, there, that that's what it is. And there are other tzaddikim, of course, that 
they saw that for whatever reason the Baltani was was told from Shemaim to, to say such a thing that all he saw around him were the letters of the Alevis were the Isis of creation we're now in Pasha's room it's Betzal, right? It's the Isis these are the letters of creation the letters of Betzal Kel Betzal and the, and, and the building of the and the building of the Bishkom the Chav Beis Isis all of creation was the Isis. And because of that, we're able to look at Mitzvah, but Surah Amuka, a Jew is able to look at the world and to see God, to see letters in the world, to be able to look at the world and to see the Isis or the Alevis. So you look at a shulchan at a table, so you're able to see Shin Lam Chesnon. And if you know what a shin is, a lamed and a chesnanun, even though we're not on a great high spiritual level, but even regular people like us can learn. What is the meaning of shin, lamed, chesnun? What do those letters mean, those oisias? <coughs> From what we've been taught in, in, in Torah, what do those letters mean? And by understanding the letters, shin, lamed, chesnun, you understand in the deepest way what is a table. It's not just a thing that you put stuff on. What is a table? What does that mean? What's shin lamad chesnun? What is that shin lamad chesnun? What's that metzias of a shin, a lamad, a chesnun? And as I said last week, the ISIS of your name. What your name is. What is your name? And the ISIS of your name, which are the key to understanding the essence of who you are, to unlock the essence of your neshama through the ISIS. Or when a person looks upon the oasis of the Shem Havai, or if you look at the Shem Hashem, if you look at the letters, Yud Kei even just staring at the letters of the, of the Shem HaKadosh, what that could do to a person. And there could be a tremendous gilui of the Neshama by looking at the letters of the Shem HaKadosh. When you look at it, written in Ksav it's written in the writing of a Sefer Torah, it's the most powerful thing, to look at the oasis of the Shem Yud Kei Vavke. Because what, what, that, what that could open up. Those Isis, Mamash, are screaming out to the Isis inside us. And if you stare deeply at the letters, Shem Yud Kei especially written in, in the Ksav of the Sefer Torah, when you look at those letters, and you, and, you're, and you concentrate on those letters, you can come to the Isis of Yonasham. And you can do that when you look at the, when you, when you look at the sun, you look at, you look at the moon, because everything is Isis. But it's very, very hard. And the person has to know how, and in the right way, but to look at the Isis. That a person is able to look at at, at mitzvahs, at reality, at creation, b'tzura amuka in a deep way. Not in a in a shallow, superficial way. He brings down in one forty-five. He says, "Shari la for the very same reality." You can look, two people can look at the same thing and see something completely different. You ask one person, what do you see? And he says, there's an apple tree. And he sees apples on the apple tree. But another person looks at the apple tree and he sees, he sees Mitzrayim. He sees so How do you see Gulas Yisrael looking at an apple tree? Because the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, on the Posse of Atom, Harei Yisrael, Anpechem Titenu, Periachem, Tisul Ha'ami Yisrael, Kikervulavo, Einlach HaKetz Magulam Yizeh. That when you look at, when you look in Eretz Yisrael, and you see, especially, but it's everywhere in the world, but particularly in Eretz Yisrael, and you see that the fruits, that the Eretz Yisrael is bearing fruits, you see on Tubashvat, we were to be in Eretz Yisrael, and we had a Tubashvat Seder in the house, so my wife told me to go to the store and to bring home. My wife loves Rimonim, pomegranates. And not just to eat. She likes them. I don't know, all over. Decoration. Yeah. So, um, so, say this, a chosh of the fruit. It's from the pace of Eretz Yisrael. So my wife said, go to the store and to pick up a, she asked me to go to the store and pick up a Rimon after the after Nechabar. I went to the store. I went, I, I went to the, like, Rimonim section <laughs> in the fruit store. You know how big the Rimon is? Like a watermelon. It was like a watermelon. So I, I, I thought of something was. I don't know, maybe I'm just supposed to. There are other like Ramon, regular Ramon, not such things like this. 
No, that's they're, they're all like like, like giant rebounding. It's Kate's Magula that the Mashiach is coming soon. The Eretz Yisrael is so happily giving forth her fruit, such beautiful fruit, such delicious fruit. The Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara says, "Encha Kate's Magula." It's the most open sign that Mashiach is coming. There's a Kate's Magula. Kate's Magula. So one person looks at the apple tree and he sees apples. Fine. Okay. It's nice. He thinks of apple sauce and apple cider and whatever. Another person looks at it and when he looks at the apple. He thinks of that. He thinks of the Gemara. And he and he and he thinks of Gulas Yisrael of, of Mashiach of redemption. Well, then you have Tachas at Tapuach by Yitzchus Mitzrayim. He thinks of he thinks of Yitzchus Mitzrayim of, of Mashiach when he looks at the apple tree. Obviously, a person that never learned that, that doesn't know that piece of Torah, doesn't know how to make the connection. That's what I'm saying. You have to learn the Yitzchus of Torah in order to make the connection with the Yitzchus of this world. But to see an apple tree and not just to think of an apple tree, but to follow that apple tree to where it comes from. Where does the apple tree come from? When a person learns Pnimi Satara, then you could see what is a tapuach? What are the letters of tapuach? What do those letters mean? And what is a tapuach? You look in the Ercha Kinuyim and other swarm from the Swarm Kadoshim, and you see what is what is a, an apple in the spheres? In the higher world, what is an apple? What does that mean, an apple? Till it came down to all worlds and entered into that thing that's on the tree, whether it's in your refrigerator or wherever you keep it. Until it came down. What was an apple before it got to the it got to the tree? What was the apple? Where does it come from? Ma'ayin ba. Where did it come from? This apple. And the Swarm talk about, revealed to us. Where does the apple come from? And where does an orange come from? Obviously, those fruits that we only know about now, it's, uh, we don't know where to look. But from the fruits that we have from earlier, so that we could find out where does the apple come from, and then and the tzaddik when the tzaddik looks at the apple. He's misoira to connect in the deepest way to that mitzias of where the apple comes from. If a person just any regular person can stop and look at look at at, at a tree and think where does the tree come from before all the before all the branches and the and you think of you think of uh, when it was just a little sapling and then you think maybe you go right and you think of when it was just a seed and you think of where the seed came from. There are, there are where a person can can take something back to the Makar, even without knowing all the things that it says in the Swarm. But if you look in the Swarm and you see what's a Tapuach, and you learn. There's a beautiful Savior that came out like five, six years ago, just in this Indian, for, on, on being able to look up things of the world in the Savior, and it tells you what it is. It's a called Shalailam something. I have it at home. It's Gvaldiga Savior. Brings from all the swarm. You look up, you look up uh, tzipor, a bird, and it brings out from the swarm from the Indianism of a tzipor. And then when you look and you see a bird, you go into that place of, of what that is. If you take it to the highest place, look up. So we're talking about karkas of, of, of Natsach and the heart of Nevur, Rabbi Nachman speaks about in Terigimu, and all the swarm talk about what a tzipor is and what's the song of a bird. Or else you just hear birds chirping, you throw a rocket at it or something. It's keeping you up in the morning. <laughs> for the late sleepers. But a bird, what is a tzipar? What is a tzipar? It's a heshtal shlusif. And when a person learns Torah, you learn the oisius of Torah, you begin to see the oisius of what a bird is. Tzipar. What's a tzadik peyvavresh? What is that tzadik peyvavresh? What is that? It's like the oisius and the inyan of a tzipar. What's the inyan of a tzipar? Hashem is made such a, such a beautiful and strange thing. These things that fly around. What is that? What is that? Sadiq can live this way, in that consciousness, and that awareness, and that metzias of the Isis everywhere. That's how they live. <coughs> Even without, like the, before the Tanya with the Mamish, the letters, what, the, what each thing is. That's what Chuk is talking about. What Rabbi Neir is explaining. That's a different way that you can look at, at the apple tree. You could either see it as something which is just a fruit, or you could see it as something which is gulas or shiyasal. And the chakets megulamiza, especially in Israel, and chakets megulamiza. Vahaisius halalu bailus mitzius. Now the dark, of course, the dark words are of Cook's words. Bailus mitzius melayin. It's a whole mitzius. Not only is it that mitzius, that's the ikim mitzius. This is just what we're looking at. What we see with our eyes is the tiny, 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 tiny little tip of the iceberg. It doesn't even justify using such a lotion of tip of the iceberg. Doesn't it's it's so tiny. What we're looking at, which we take so seriously. 
It's, it's not even the, the tiniest little tip of reality, what we see. But, the, but the, through the oasis of the neshama, and especially as they meet the oasis of Torah and Tefillah, a person sees the full picture, can begin to see the full picture, what, 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 what Metzius is, what, what is reality, what is the, what is the world. See, he explains from Avinir Shahrei, the Neshama Yeshna Metzius Amit is Abbas Kayama. The Neshama is the true Metzius, not the Guf. The Guf is something that's here for a couple of years. The Neshama, the soul, is the is the is the Ikra Metzius, which we don't we don't see with our eyes. We don't see with our eyes. He brings a funny thing. Look at one forty six, at the beginning there. Rav Avinir brings Musup Al Moira atheist. There was a teacher who was. They say a story about a teacher. The teacher was an atheist. A teacher in school that was an atheist. Shomel Talmidim said to his students, "Haroy ma'atemes hashulchan." Do you see the table? So the Ono Talmidim, the student said, "Okay, yes." Haroy ma'atemes hakisei, and the teacher asked, "Do you see the, the Do you see the chair?" Ono Talmidim came. The kids said, "Yes." Haroy ma'atemes elokim. He's an atheist. Do you see God? So the student said, "No, no, we don't see God." So he wanted to make a big point, right? That was like natsachtiva natsayach. <laughs> Right, so he said, "You see, Simon Shainolkim. That's a sign that there is no God." One of the kids got up and asked, "He asked his fellow students, Does anybody here say the teacher's brain?" Lo, Simon Shain the It's a simon that the, that the teacher doesn't have any seichel. Right, nobody sees the seichel. So it's a simon that there's no seichel. So it's a good word. And that's what Rabbi never explains in the note. Look a little bit further. So we don't see the Nisham, therefore it doesn't exist. The most choshva things in the world we can't see with our eyes. You're able to see emotions. You look, you, you, you look, at, your, you look at your child and your heart fills with all kinds of emotions of, of love and so on. You can see something like this. You can touch. You can't see anything like that. You can't see the Nisham. Therefore, you when the Friedrich Lubavitch Rebbe was taken into prison with the Russians, the whole said there, so it's a famous thing that the, cause there was a person who was with the Rebbe, and that, that, um, that the uh, one who was interrogating the, the Friedrich Rebbe, the Russian put a gun to his head, and he wanted the Rebbe to tell over whatever people's names and stuff, and uh, and Lubavitch Rebbe just sat there, and and then the guy pressed the uh, trigger. the trigger, and and the Lubavitch Rebbe didn't even didn't flinch, didn't move. He was just sitting like this, like whatever, nothing. And the the uh, Russian, the guy knew that there was nothing in the in the, in the pistol. He wanted to scare the Rebbe, so the Rebbe didn't flinch at all. And the and the and the uh, Russian asked him, like he was very shaken up, and he said, "Are you a human being? You're not a human being." So he said, "The Fidigabi told him, there's a very big difference between me and you." He says, "He says you believe in no God, and one world. I believe in one God, and I don't believe in the worlds." I believe in two worlds. I don't believe in this world. It's like it's not. In other words, not that the world is not. It's not chalshu to this. So that's. It's a big chilling. You don't. You believe in no gods and one world. I believe in one God and no world. Doesn't it's not. I'm not in this spell. This is not there. This place is not there. I'm not in this spell. Now you can't fake that. There was a friend of mine that when we were in high school. He uh, when he was next to sell that year after high school. He was with a couple of guys and they were goofing around and they went too far by the Kinneret and they were taken away by the Arabs to jail. Mm. And there was uh, and he spent he spent three nights in prison by the Arabs until the Americans were able to get him out from the embassy. So Amais is an old friend of mine from Queens. And uh, and they did that to him. They held the gun to his head and they were playing and they pressed the trigger. He was in therapy. I, I haven't seen him years. He was in therapy after that for for years. From that, where there was no where there was no bullet. Just the pacha that he had from that, a pacha. They did that, and they were playing with him, a pacha. And the fidegrabis, this world, the other world, it's an afkim, it's like nothing. 
so we don't see the Nisham. How the Mitzvah and the Nisham is The Mitzvah of the Nisham is Yoyisamitis. That's the essence of reality. That's real. That's real. The Yoyisamamoshes from Mitzvah Shlokuv is much more. The Guf is something which is here a little bit, and it's not here. It's not. It's not. And, and even while it's here, it goes through all kinds of change. It's not. Emes Emes is something which is Kayim Laad. It's. It was and it is and it will be. The Nisham is something which is indestructible. And therefore, it's true mitzvahs. The goof is something which is bimikra. It's it's a different, it's a different vulnerable mitzvahs. That's not that's here a little bit. That's not here. It's a kli. The the goof is a kli for that or right. It's a kli. And in the Marshall and Hilchah Shabbos, you, you see such a thing that that when it comes to the Malacha of Haitzah, I'm just saying a little of the Chavah that learned the first parak in Shabbos, you know that when it comes to the Malacha of Haitzah, of taking out, carrying something in a kli, that the kli is very much the thing that's in it. So there could be such a hechetim, so that, you, that, if there's, that if you intended to carry something in the kli, you intended to carry something inside of a kli, a dish or a plate, and... And Lemais, uh, there was nothing in the bowl, there was nothing in it, that's your potter from the Midaraisa, mm. right? I, what are you carrying? You're carrying a bowl. Right? You're carrying the bowl. But the you thought you were carrying uh, something inside the bowl, and turns out that there's nothing inside the bowl. You intended to carry the, cl- the, bo- the bowl because you needed to put the, the, to put the apple in, right? Or the the soup, whatever you intended to carry a ball outside, and still me device your pot. What's the pshat? So the pshat is that the kli is bottle got it's bottled to the Indian to the thing that you're carrying, and nothing. And your intention was to carry something, and you didn't carry anything. So are you carrying a kli? It's a kli. The, the goof is such a thing. The goof is such a thing. It, we take it very, very seriously. But the emphasis is bottled. Have the nisham. It's, it's bottled to the nisham. But the tzaddik is mamish bottled to the nisham. So by the tzaddik, it's, if something happens to the goof, that's what the feed the gravity. If something happens to the goof, the guy presses a gun. Something happens to the goof. Since the goof is bottled to the the, the goof is only a kli. The kli is is not consequential. It's what the kli is created to carry that makes a difference. But the kli itself is bottled to the to the thing that you carry. You understand? It's bottled to the thing you carry. But it's not the Gimamish, that's how he lives. You, you can't fake that. It is or it isn't. You're either you're in such a place or you're not in such a place. But the 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 the, the fruit is bottled, the thing that you carry is bottled to the clean and the goof is bottled to the Nisham. The Nisham is the Ikka of creation. That's the true reality. The goof is Timsa to carry the Nishama in this world, because Hashem wanted us to have free choice and to go through all this aggravation, whatever. Mm, look, then it should be good at the end. I'm not saying that. God forbid that we should be aggravated. But the, uh, that's not the that's not the the Hametzis. The Ikah Hametzis a kli. Nobody would say that the cup is the Ikah, even though the cup. Even though the cup is something which you could hold, you could touch, and without it you can't drink the water, but, but nobody would say that it's, that's the chashivas of... It's only hechetimsa, you should be able to have... A cup is created, you should have a, a glass of water. Say hechetimsa to have a cup of water, or, or for the kids to play and stack them up, whatever it is. It's hechetimsa, it's, it's a kli, it's not, it's not in and of itself, it's to contain something. So, the goof is, is no more than that. The goof is no more than that. And yet when you walk into, when you walk into a uh, drugstore... So, like, you know, just to take care of your hair, there could be, like, three rows. And they, have, they, have, they have to hire two, two people just to sell you something for your hair. This is conditioner plus, this is plus without, this is the, this is, uh, I don't know what they are, all the different, all the different things. How many times it happened, everybody goes, you know, I had Baruch Hashem, six girls, so in the house, uh, I wanted to wash my hair or something, so I my hair, and I found out that it was conditioned. I didn't understand what's going on. And I asked my wife, like, what's going on with this stuff? Afterwards, I said, I don't know, it's not... Something didn't work. This shampoo, <laughs> and my wife says that's conditioner. You know, 
never heard of conditioner until a few years ago. There's not, I never heard what that is. Conditioner? <laughs> that doesn't clean your hair. It just, I don't know, makes it so you can take the knots out of it or something. You could pull it apart. So when you're very upset, when you're aggravated, you can pull your hair out of it. <laughs> so there's such a thing called conditioner. There's a whole th- like section of the, of the drugstore for that. And then there's another thing. What about skin care? There's a whole section of skin the goof is a big business. It's a huge business. The goof. I'm not talking. And now I'm talking about harmless things that are nice things, you know, shampoo and, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But then when it comes to people that want to indulge the goof in other stuff, go back to decadence. <laughs> to indulge the to indulge the goof, the goof in other things, it's big business. The goof is big business. And the shama starting to get bigger. The neshama Hashem is starting to pick up some business. The neshama. Right? If you go and even if if you go into a, into a Gaisha bookstore or online, and for spiritual things, there's a lot, much more than there used to be, right? Spiritual things and trying to get in touch with with the soul, whatever it could be, all a lot of it's about uh, and all kinds of Irish guy. But self called self is a there's a bikush for for something. There's there's a feeling that it can't be that the goof is is what this is about. It can't be that it's all about the goof. So it's not. The goof is a the goof is a, is, a, is only a clee. It's only a clee. Amnam imnishal adam dati. When that note one forty six, ma yosef chashuv and neshama goof. When a stam yanek and neshama chashuv yosef. Any religious person, you ask him. Ask any religious person, even the guy that's eating the decadent cake. You ask him, Rabbi, what's the most important thing? What's more important, the neshama or the goof? So while he's choking on the on the cherry or something, he says he says Ashai Lakasha and he says uh and he closes his eyes. He starts to sing Kalabach or something. You know, Anishamalach or or uh you know, he starts to sing Anishamalach Vagufpaolach, Vagufpaolach, Anishamalach. So the guy starts to sing while he's while he's choking on his on his cake. So if you ask the guy, what's more choshev, the goof or the neshama? He says, of course the neshama is hashayla. When it's time, you have a neshama, and the neshama choshev, you say. Ask any guy walking into shul. Before you come in, I just want to ask you something. If you don't mind, it's like a little interview outside like they do on television. The guy stands outside shul. You're about to enter into congregation so-and-so. Um, a congregation of Anshay Tefillah, whatever. You're about to enter into Anshay Tefillah. So tell me something, Rebid. What's more important to you, your body or your soul? What's more important? Not to you. What's more important, the body or the soul? I mean, he's insulted. What do you mean, what's more important, the body or the soul? Of course, the neshama is more important. Okay, just wanted to check. Going to show. What happens? What happens when he crosses into that place? What happens? There's a place in, in Yushalayim, Shabbos morning, where I would dive in the early in the morning. So you figure, you're you're not going to get. Like wise guys, you know, there's that. You think that at least Vasikin. It's not true. There are wise guys, even if Vasikin. <laughs> there's one guy there in particular that he like. He had this very big Indian with late sunnis. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's hard to deal with late sunnis stam. But like at a quarter to six in the morning, like, this is what I needed. Like I could have already, you know, I could have gotten up at 8.30 or something. I have to get up at five o'clock to go for late sunnis. So this guy's with the, like, any, everybody that gets an aliyah, he goes, ooh-wah, ooh-wah. <laughs> and then, ooh-wah. I don't know what that was. And then, and then, and then, and, and then he takes the tiles off, like by Shimon Esri at the end, before Chazar Sashat, by Musa, he takes and he starts bringing in kugels and cakes, and the whole way he's saying, ooh-wah, 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 psh, ooh-wah, psh. <laughs> I'm sure if you ask, he's a tyree, he's a precious Jew, if you ask him, What's more? What's the real uwa? Your neshama and your goof. What's more important? You for sure said the neshama is more important. So what's the uwa? What is this? Kiddush, kiddush. Every single Jew that comes up, kiddush. Guy's like forty years old. I'm not talking about a kid. There are children that are looking at him like what? Uwa, uwa. Hope you don't know what I'm talking about. You do? Oh, help that. <laughs> I forgot he goes maybe Davin <laughs> this, this guy I don't know what's with him <laughs> so, but he also holds that the Nisham is more chasher than the uh, he also holds the Nisham is more chasher than the Guf or else why is he going to show? of course he believes that the Nisham is more chasher and he would tell you the Nisham is more chasher than the Guf 
מן הסתם יענה כי הנשום חשוב ויועשה. ושוב זה נשום חשוב ויועשה. אולם על פי רוב מדובר במילים סתם יועשה. אבל על פי רוב, כשאדם אומר את זה, הוא אומר סתם, הוא אומר מילים. הוא אומר מילים, הנשום חשוב. כמו שאנשים שומעים שירים והם מתחילים להם אוזניים. הוא אומר סתם. They like the beat or whatever it is, but the, the Isis themselves, once you put the Nigan into Isis, you're already taking it to a lower place than without the Isis. Because the Isis is very, very hard to concentrate with the Isis. And, and, and so a person says, my Nishama is more important. So if your Nishama is so important, then, what do you, then, what, then how come in Shul you're not, able to, you're not able to think of one word of davening? You can't concentrate for one second. When you're looking at your phone every minute, back and forth, looking at your phone, What is it with you? The neshama is from the world of the guf. The siddha is from the world of the neshama. I'm not talking about people who dive from a farm. That already, I, I, don't, I never saw here in the shul anybody chas or some loser thing. Crazy. Siddha are all over the place. Dive from a farm. Which is a, a, a kli ba'am. You understand? It's a kli. It's a hashkos. It's supposed to dive in with ICs. You don't have, the phone doesn't have any ICs. It has a screen. And has it's, it's electronic impulses, a shkarm. doesn't have ICS. It's like the goof, it comes and it goes. It's nothing. It's not ICS spammers. A person learns Torah on a computer, learns to learn Davins from a computer, so from a phone. It's not ICS. But a person, why does a person have a tie to take out a phone in the middle of Davining? Even though the same person says, What's more important, you know, me a goof? The answer is mine, the sham is the most important. So the neshama is the most important thing because you don't have five minutes of the day to give to your neshama. You don't have to say bracha, bracha to Hashem, to, to, to a little bit, a second to be in that place of the neshama. Everybody's ready because it's Rosh Chodesh Adah. So it's right? So everybody's very happy today? <laughs> Feel better? Everything's okay? All the problems you had, everything's gone? Feel good? Yeah? Work, you love your boss, everything's good. <laughs> you're happy, you're happy, everything's great with your wife, with your kids, with your husband. Life, even though you, you, you normally have like a whole list of things that are upsetting you, not anymore because it's Mishnech Nesadam, I'm missing. There words, you understand that. It's true Mishnech Nesadam, I'm missing. But as I, I always say, from the Chidusharim, Mishnech Nesadam means when Ada goes into you, then Marvin Basim. It doesn't mean when you go into Ada. The fact that the, the fact that we now walked into Adam is very doesn't mean all of a sudden life is great. Life is great. It's Mishnah Nazadam Abmizim. Stam every says words. Mishim 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 and they put up signs. Mishnah Nazadam you put a sign with a little fish. It's a Mazalik a month. And everybody's happy, therefore everybody's happy. Who's happy? But Mishnah Nazadam, if Adam enters into you, by Yehudim Haisa Arabisim Chavisas and Yikar. So this Vasemis, the famous Vasemis, like Yudam, the Chazal say, Yudam Aisar, Ayur is Torah, and Simcha, Yantiv, and Sassim is Bris, right? It's a famous thing. So what does that mean? Before they also had Torah, before Haman and, 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 and uh, uh, the defeat of, uh, of, of Haman Achzer, there was, there was Torah, there was Yantiv, there was Bismillah. So what does it mean? Like Yudam Haisar, Ayur, Simcha, Sassim, Yekar. Now we have, now we have Yantiv, now we have Bismillah, now we have Torah. They always had They always had Torah. They always had Bismillah. They always, what changed? The Torah is what changed. Is what changed? The person changed. But now the person understands that the light of my life is Torah. Until, until now, the light of my life was on my screen, looking up the weather for the 40th time today. <laughs> the latest weather. That was the aura of my life. And now I didn't realize, somehow Purim brought this about, that they were able to look at life and say, you know what light is? Ayurah is Torah. The light of my life is Torah. What does it mean, Sosan is Bismillah? The kid had, he had had Bismillah, he's eight, years old, eight days old. What do you mean, all of a sudden, what happened to him? <coughs> Sosan is Bismillah, what are you happy about, Bismillah? Sosan is a great lotion of joy, right? So what's the Sosan? I never, I never thought about the, about the Kedusha that Hashem gave me as a Jew. That I have always these courtesies about Tzadik. I never thought of it. I never thought of it. I didn't look. I didn't look at myself in such a way that I'm. That I have. 
that I have Hashem's name, it's engraved on my flesh. I never thought of such a thing. I thought of it as being something which is low and disgusting. I didn't think of it as something which is holy. That's it. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden Hashem gave us the mitzvah Bismillah and Shushan. He gave us Ares, Torah, and Simcha Yantiv. He didn't give us in, 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 in Shushan these mitzvahs. These mitzvahs we had all the time. But something happened in their lives where they were able to look at the world again with the Oisius of the Neshama. That's where Rav Kook is speaking about a different habato, a different way of looking. And you look then at the, at, and you see the Oisius. Wow. Ayur is Torah. The Torah is like something which is... That's, that's lichtig. That's light. And you look at the, and you look at Yantiv. Yantiv is Simchas Yantiv. And if you don't have those Oisius and you're not connected to those Oisius, Yantiv is, Yantiv is like a burden. I don't have to explain to you that whole lineage. By now, already uh, half the island, two thirds of them, really got their Pesach reservations in, 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 uh, in Cairo for, for, for Pesach. <laughs> sure, it's a, sure, it's a big business. Pesach hotels became a huge business because if Pesach is the Indian of the Guf and not the Isis and not the Neshama, then the Iku is what can I do to help my Guf survive Pesach? And I'll spend $80,000, $100,000 just so that my Guf could not be bothered with Pesach. But if your neshama is Pesach, why would a person in his right mind, unless God forbid there was something with, could be sometimes with family or older people that they can't, I understand. But why would a person stop everything but everybody's well? Why would a person go away from his house for Pesach? Why would there ever be such a thing? The terrorist says it's hard. It's hard on the goof. But anybody that does it and lives it, the besimcha knows that on the neshama, ah, uh, so the same yontif could be for one person, dark, dark, dark. I got to get out of this darkness. The only way to get out of it is by going to a sunny place, and by having and by having uh, goyim serve me things that are questionable, chometz and not chometz. That's what, that's how and that's how I'm going to have my pesach. Because because you don't have the lichter kind of pesach. But if you have the lichter kind of pesach, if what you're looking for is the light of pesach, you don't find that in hotel. You find that at your own table. That's where you find it. But if you're not looking for that, you're not going to find it at home. Then you'll just find Mitzrayim in the house, and you go to Mitzrayim, and there they can have Pesach. That's Pesach for the goof. That's what they should advertise. <laughs> Pesach la goof. Tavshin ayin ches. Passover for the body. That's what, it, that's what all these hotels are doing. All they're trying to do is to appeal to the body. Not to the Nishama. So what they do to appeal to the Nishama, what do they do? So they find that they find a couple of rabbis that are prepared to that are prepared to, to leave their their kahilas for and to leave their their relatives and everything to go to get to get a, a, a Passover for free or something. And they and they they find a bunch of rabbis. All these places they're finding. I don't know. They're digging up speakers. It's unbelievable what's going on over there. Um, by next year they're going to have like they're going to have dogs speaking. <laughs> You have a special Cholomite treat, you know, uh, this, uh, some dog speaking for Yantiv, Cholomite, because they're running out of speakers, you understand? You haven't gotten invited yet to speak, none of you? <laughs> Seriously, you should be ashamed of yourself. You look at what's going on with, the, with, the, with, the, with these Passover, these things, with this, they're trying to find speakers. It's for the goof. Because they have to make it look like it is. Glad, glad, glad. Chalvisol, chalvisol. Chasidish of this, chasidish of that. Shmur matzah. Everything good. Children are going to be watched. You don't have to talk to your kids. Don't worry. You're going to have eight days, whatever it is, free of the children. They, we have we, we hired special people to take care of your children. They shouldn't be seen. They can take them on a bus to another place. And you're on this island. We're going to take them to another island. You're not going to have to see them. You're not going to hear them. All it's all Passover for the body. You understand? I'm sorry, I'm a little bit cynical. <laughs> but it's, pass- it's, it's Passover for the body. But that we say in the Haggadah, Hashem took us out of darkness, and he, and, he, and he gave us an opportunity as Jews to come to these oasis of the Neshama that were free from the Guf. The Guf is Mitzrayim. The Guf is Mitzrayim. That's what the Guf is, is Mitzrayim. It's a, a miserable Kli that falls apart from the time that you're born. It begins to fall apart. <coughs> That's what the goof is, a kli, a, a strange, odd-looking kli. And then and the neshama is... And that's when, we, that's when we first found ourselves. So that's what it means by Purim. 
We didn't get the mitzvah of bismillah by Purim. So what's Sosan is, is Zumila? What's Mila? The Teretz is, wow, I didn't realize my whole life that that's really, that's, that's what I should be happy about. The greatest joy of my life is that I'm a Jew. I have a bismillah. I'm a Yid. That's what it means to the Oisies. Hashem is supposed to help us that we should be Zoychim as Hashem. We should be Zoychim to take care of the Guf, but to remember the Nisham. I saw the same person in two, pla- two different places. The same rabbi in two different places. I said, how do you say that? Can I take the recording? Did anyone record it? I did. Have you had a what? Because they need the money. Have you recorded it? I think so. He has the money for a long time. I haven't. Have you recorded it? This year? This year? Yeah. I don't mind. It has to be sent over there. Can you give me my email? Give me your phone number. Phone number? Give me your phone number. Come over to me on Sunday or something. Because I really don't know how to do it. I'll try to do it. You know what you want to do it today? You know what? I'll give it to you today. We can take it off the video. I can give it to you today. You give it back to me. Uh, okay, so you want to take my... I'll take your I don't know which is easy. You've got to turn any time. Find the shoe there. There's an audio, audio link. Balance.